Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be, into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the show. I am talking about intermittent fasting today. And let me preface this by saying, I feel like I sound nasally. Well, because I am. I have one side of my nose is stopped up. So if I sound nasally, it's because I am. So I feel like I should put that out there first. Um, okay, but I want to talk about intermittent fasting today. This has been a hot topic in kind of my world lately, just getting a lot of questions and conversations about it. And so I want to kind of bring you the facts. And as if you've followed me for any length of time, you know that I am really not a fan of intermittent fasting. And I'll explain why that is. But it, it really, for women, it really is complicated. There's a lot of like really good things, really good research behind intermittent fasting. So it's, you know, it's easy to feel like, oh, like this has to work for me and just jump right in. But the question remains, is it really safe for everyone? Is it really effective for everyone? So I want to kind of present the facts behind intermittent fasting, the good, the not good. So you can really make an educated decision for yourself if it's right for you. And, you know, if it's something that you should do. So let, let's start with this. What is intermittent fasting? So intermittent fasting is basically a pattern of eating alternates periods of fasting within a set window of time. So you're eating within a set window of time. So the timing of your meals, it's more about the timing of your meals versus like calories or how much you're eating. So it's not that the calories or the quantity or quality doesn't matter. It's just not the main focus of it. So, and the fasting part means you're abstaining from anything with calories so you could drink water, herbal tea, but anything with calories is off limits. And so <clears throat> there are, you know, benefits to this that we'll talk about. But so here, here, let me say this first. Intermittent fasting experts suggest that the reason fasting is so beneficial is because it works with our natural physiology. And they say that, you know, evolutionarily, we're designed to go for extended periods without eating. Although a lot of people, a lot of other nutrition experts and physiology experts debate this, that we're not designed to, to go that long without eating. So if, so there's a few different ways you can do it, right? There's people who do like the 12 hour fast where they go 12 hours without eating. So it's like, you know, from 7 PM to 7 AM, you don't eat. Um, which typically I feel like for most people, this is, this is like the most gentle way to do it. And this is probably what most people do. A lot of people, maybe not everybody, but I think a lot of times that's kind of a typical thing. Right. And, and really this is kind of my view on it anyway. Like you're naturally fasting overnight anyway. And as long as you're not eating at like midnight, you know, and then getting up at 5am to eat, like you typically go about 12 hours without eating. And this is your, when you eat breakfast, you're naturally breaking the fast. That's what breakfast is. Breakfast, you're breaking the fast. So 12 hours, I think naturally many of us just do that anyway. And it's really safe for everybody. Now there's like the 16, eight method where you basically go 16 hours without eating. And then you eat within an eight hour window. Um, there's like the eat, stop, eat pattern, which is basically like you do a 24 hour fast and then you eat normally and you, it's like not consecutive days. That's pretty intense. Um, 
there's the one meal a day method where you just literally eat one large meal a day and like, that's it. So there's a lot of ways you can do this. There's a lot of ways you can see people doing this and there's, you know, um, drawbacks to all of those. So here's what I want to focus on really is what needs for women's health. So first and foremost, it's important to know that most, almost all of the research done on intermittent fasting was conducted on men. There are very few studies done on women that account for the difference in women's biology and which, you know, is kind of the case for a lot of medical research, unfortunately, but it really is there. It, it's done on men. And so these crazy huge findings that we see uh, about the benefits of intermittent fasting are done on men. And let me tell you this, men run on a 24 hour hormone cycle. Women run on a 28 day hormone cycle. We are not the same. Our hormones do not function the same. Women are not just small versions of men. Like you cannot equate the two. So, and so one of the studies, one of the few studies that, that involved both, both men and women found that while intermittent fasting was supportive for men, it impaired blood sugar responses for women. And there's been some other like smaller findings to show the same thing that it does impair blood sugar regulation for women because our hormones are different. So this doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad for everybody, but it just means that we have to do it differently. If women are going to do it, you have to do it differently. So if you look at the benefits of intermittent fasting and why people say it's so good, right? There's benefits like weight loss and it increases fat burning and it helps with cognitive help and it may support cognitive function, especially as you age. Um, it can help with heart, with heart health, with blood sugar and insulin resistance. But again, there's those few studies that show that in women, it actually may not, at least not for everybody. It can help with immunity. It can help with inflammation. I think the biggest ones that I've seen is immunity inflammation. There's several studies that show that it, it can include, improve um, inflammation markers. So that is, a, you know, one of the benefits there, but let's look at the side effects and the risk. So here, first and foremost, here is who should never do intermittent fasting. If you have a history of eating disorders or disordered eating habits, don't do it. Don't even try it. If you have diabetes or hypo hypoglycemia, um, especially if you take medications that lower your blood sugar, don't do it. It's dangerous. If you have trouble gaining weight, um, if you have really like substantial nutrient deficiencies, if, or if you're working through nutrient deficiencies, if you have any history of electrolyte imbalances, mineral imbalances, it, it's not a good idea for any of those people. Now, if you don't fall into any, any of those categories, it doesn't necessarily mean you should do it. <laughs> it means that you have to weigh some other um, risks of, as well. So if you are dealing with any sort of like adrenal dysregulation, anything that involves stress on your adrenals, not a good idea because this is a, a going so long without food is a stress on the body, which is why I never, ever, 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 ever in any situation recommend this to any of my clients, like at any point, because we're dealing with trying to heal the adrenals, try to balance out the cortisol. It's just, it's just a terrible idea. So with women's hormones and with our cortisol levels, because our hormones function so differently than men, it really does affect us different. And there are some studies that show that it can affect hormones in, an, in a not so good way, right? So 
let's talk about how it affects your hormone balance. So, and again, this is why women have to do this differently if you are going to do it. So many of the, you know, quote unquote, metabolic benefits, supposed, you know, alleged, whatever benefits from fasting are the ones, you know, that we see for men are due to how your body adapts to this perceived stress. Again, going so long with that food is a stress on the body. And so the short-term stress in a lot of cases, things like this can be a good thing, right? And for some people it is, for some people who can heal it, it is. It's just like lifting weights, right? Like like working out. You're putting a stress on the muscle. It causes some damage, but then it, it that's what builds strength, right? It's kind of a similar concept. But the female reproductive system is so sensitive to stress, especially sensitive to stress. Our, our reproductive system and our hormones are sensitive to it. So much so that the hypothalamus in your brain will turn down the production of reproductive hormones necessary for ovulation and for menstruation when you're under stress. Literally... It'll turn off your ability to ovulate and menstruate if you're under stress. That's how sensitive we are to stress. Stress includes any calorie or food restriction, and your hormones are super sensitive to how much food you put in your body. So if you do any sort of extended fast, like the ones I was talking about before, you really could be overly stressing your body, negatively affecting your hormone balance. And I cannot tell you how many women have come to me some who have worked with me, some who have gone on to work with other people, but they, their hormones have been totally wrecked by intermittent fasting. It was just wasn't a good deal for them. So keep this in mind when you're looking at your options and keep this in mind that it may or may not be a good idea for you. If you are going to do it, I will say this, the 12 hour fasting window, I think is an easy way to do it. And you can say you do intermittent fasting if that's, you know, that's an easy thing to do for people. Um, you know, stop eat at seven and don't eat breakfast till seven. That's an easy thing to do for people. So if you want to do it, maybe start there, maybe start easy and slow and you'll still get some of the benefits, right? The benefits we talked about and really and truly, I will say this. I know one of the benefits is weight loss, but I really, really don't like to use that as a reason to do intermittent fasting. And honestly, I said this in a live I did in my Facebook group um, not too long ago. If somebody is selling you intermittent fasting to do for weight loss as a woman, run the other way. Like that's not why you're doing it the real benefit and the real reason to do it is for really for help with blood sugar regulation to help with insulin resistance, to help with inflammation and immunity. Cause I think that's where the biggest findings are for women. So doing the 12 hour fast could be a place for you to start. If you want to kind of try something on and see if that works for you. There are some, some findings about intermittent fasting and PCOS because PCOS is so closely linked to blood sugar dysregulation. If you have, if you're listening to this and you have PCOS or you know somebody who does, just try the 12 hour one. It's a gentle way to do it. It's not over the top and it's, it's doable. Now, if you are going to do it, like you want to go hardcore, do the 16, eight or whatever, do something, you know, more intense. If you are going to do it, I would recommend to only do that during your follicular phase of your cycle. And if you know your follicular phase, it's like the first, like, you know, 11 to 14 days of your cycle, because that's when your hormones are going to be at their peak. The last, the last half, especially the last week or so, your hormones are plummeting and your progesterone is plummeting and your progesterone levels need food. They need calories. So doing that, the latter half of your cycle is a terrible idea. You're going to feel, you're probably going to feel like crap. So if you are going to do it, do it within the first, you know, maybe the 
first or second week of your cycle, try it out. Um, make sure you start slowly. You drink lots of water. You plan ahead to make sure you're going to eat good quality foods. Probably keep your physical activity pretty light because, you know, you'll want to put additional stresses on the body. But I would really, if you're listening to this, if you want to do it, I would just go for the 12 hour. Just try it. See how you feel. Don't go too crazy with it. Understand the differences between a woman and a man's body in terms of intermittent fasting, how it's going to affect your body differently. And if you're looking for a way to lose weight, this isn't, this isn't the route I would suggest that you go. And I can give you some other options. That's a conversation for another day, but really all in all, I just wanted you to have the facts around intermittent fasting, give you some options, make sure you know that there is a right and a wrong time to do intermittent fasting for women. And there is, you know, a right and wrong group of people, group of women who should do intermittent fasting. If you are on any sort of healing journey, I wouldn't recommend putting this into your protocol, into your program. If you have any other questions about it, I'm happy to answer. Hopefully this shed a little bit of insight on intermittent fasting and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I'd love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I can know how to provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics you'd like to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza, or you can visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.